Welcome to today's podcast. This is Not My Rabbit Hole, the podcast. And I am Terry Joyce, your host. I'm actually doing something a little bit different tonight. Uh, Today is April 24th, 2020. It's about 10.31 p.m. in the evening. And I posted something on Facebook this morning because I was really doing it. But I wrote, uh, how am I doing? Well, I'm having a glass of wine for breakfast. And it's pretty much what I've been doing today, although I've only had like maybe a half a bottle of wine throughout the whole day. I'm actually a pretty good girl when it comes to drinking these days. And especially with uh, this uh, coronavirus, um, we want to try to stay healthy as much as possible. Uh, You know, that means uh, keeping your stress level down and uh, trying to get enough sleep and and take your uh, supplements. it's, It's really more about getting our bodies fit to survive whatever we're facing right now. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I have been, you know, watching a lot of videos and um, looking at videos that, that, uh, that I watch on a normal, regular basis. And uh, there's some people that I watch that I'm not necessarily so much a fan of anymore, but uh, and I, I I think maybe they might even be shields, but I look at them just to see what they're doing. It's I don't know about you, but I I find it interesting to just observe what is taking place and you know how information is being uh, doled out to people and and. and from what sources uh, the information comes from. I have been doing a lot of watching Fox News, not necessarily by choice. Uh, I've never been really a big Fox News watcher, although I'm glad that I've had the experience of seeing some of their programming in conjunction with with say, uh, CNN, uh, you know, I, it's hard for me to watch CNN, but I still want to know what, what's being, (laughs) what lies are being told to the American people and the people of the entire world. It's, it's hard not to become just like like I not not talk through the eyes of uh, an American uh this this feels so much like uh our country is you know in the in the spotlight for some reason or maybe it just feels like America's in the spotlight because uh I'm not seeing what you got any other countries have on their on their televisions other than the BBC uh, you know, I, I'm friends, I have friends really in different parts of the world now. That's one positive thing about the technology that, uh, 
might have been, we might have, might be enjoying right now, but it probably was, you know, alien technology that Eisenhower signed a treaty for in 1954 to have humans experimented on. (laughs) So it's like, you know, hey, yeah, we gave you a few toys to play around with in the during the end of the apocalypse but mainly those toys are just there so that we can surveil you and watch every move that you make uh, since my my last broadcast uh, I, I I don't know maybe you already know this but I want to just talk about it for a moment and if you don't know it uh, they only I only saw like a really quick bleep come up on the screen and it was uh, that there's drones now that are just, I mean, that can just fly around. And if it sees you coughing, it can take your temperature and, and take your, and, and feel your heart rate, find out where your heart rate is. A drone can do that. A drone can just, you could just be sitting in your house and the drone is going to find out if your heart rate's okay. Or whether or not you're having an angina problem. And even when I watched the broadcast, there was a bleed that said, oh, you know, the person who was talking about it, talking about the product, uh, said, oh, it's, uh, it's like Minority Report. Sorry for the long pauses and everything. You know, like I said, this particular podcast is me just doing... A 30 minute rant and I know like some people say well you know what Terry why don't why don't you just take a rest like why are you even doing a show right now if if you if you've had a rough day or you know if if uh, if you're feeling off you know maybe maybe you should you know try to express yourself when when every, when when you're more together when you're feeling better when you're not just worn out like we, we didn't start off the day drinking wine for breakfast but what I thought was fun about that was that uh when I posted it to see like the comments and then see people laugh and and find it funny cuz I don't think I'm al- alone in feeling this way am I I mean, I don't think I am. Oh, I forgot to put my hair up. And my hair kind of has been um, brushing up against my little microphone here. So I don't know if you, if it's, if it, there's a little brushing noise, you know, this is, this is not a perfect show, but one of the reasons why I'm doing my show tonight is because, uh, a friend of mine had a heart attack. Well, not just a friend of mine, somebody really important to me. I mean, somebody that I've pretty much had a relationship with for the past six years, seven years and did shows with had a heart attack. And I, uh, sent him a message last night. You know how, like sometimes you get those messages on Skype and you get those messages and you you just feel like, I think I should say this to this person right now. And, you know, I don't know when they're going to read it or if they're going to even respond, but I said something like, I hope you heal soon, you know, that you heal, you know, that you have a healing soon and, and things get better for you because we really need you right now. The world needs you right now. And I think that, uh, you know, the world needs, uh, for, for certain people to speak 
and the world needs, uh, you know, our thoughts. If, if you're a thinking person and you're, and you're feeling a little overwhelmed at the moment and you're like, what the hell's going on here? I have a lot of questions about, you know, what I think is, is actually really happening. Like it, like, it seems like it's almost like a botched job. Like if, if let's just put our conspiracy theory hats on for a moment and let's just say, uh, you know, there was a bioweapon that was released out of Wuhan, China and, uh, it, you know, it, it, it was intended to do a global attack on the, on the population. And there's various uh, scenarios, you know, there's, there's a whole bunch of voices out online talking about what's happening, what you need to do, how you need to think, you know, go get your, go get your masks and go get your, go, go stock up, man. You got to be a prepper. You got to be, you need to buy our products over here, our survival kit. And, and you need to have these types of things because in case the global, the, the global energy grid just goes down or, you know, there's people that are saying, yeah, we have the coronavirus, but the real virus, the real death is going to happen from, from, from the, from being in poverty to not having enough food. You know, the, like we have, we were witnessing food being thrown away. Cause I don't know why. Cause it, it, it didn't, it wasn't able to get to the grocery stores. Like I don't understand really why we had to stop commerce for food and transportation. I mean, if food is an essential item, then you would think that everything would have been coming even more so. Like the American people need to have food. They need to get their food. They need, they need to eat. Everything needs to be okay, right? How many of you guys out there lost your job? I lost my job. I lost my job, and it's twenty-six million people filed for unemployment in the United States, and. You know, I use, I had a federal government job. So now for some reason, having a federal government job, I have to wait until they release the federal money for it to go into the state bank account for me to get my unemployment. And I'm wondering, are we just going to run out of money? Like they're going to go, oh, sorry, I'm sorry. We really can't give you unemployment. Uh, You know, oh, did you? apply for an EBT card. Guess what? Uh, America just went bankrupt. No, there's nothing anymore that, you know, and then, and then we have governors like the governor of Michigan, like she's not allowing people to plant seeds and make their own food. I mean, maybe the guys are, are right. The ones that going get, get your stuff, get your, be, be a prepper, get your stuff ready. There's, there's something happening. And, and just this overall, feeling of impending doom every single moment that you wake up realizing that you know you're quarantined like you're you we like there is a lockdown there's there's more than a lockdown and I have an anxiety about it I'm sure you do I mean we sit I mean they Okay, I've I've sat and watched television, and you see all these instructions. Oh, here's these parents that don't know how to like their kids are home twenty four seven. Let's talk to you about. Let's instruct you how to handle this. Let's instruct you how to educate your kid and discipline your kid. Let's we're gonna micromanage you as a parent 
to deal with this. And I don't know. I'm getting annoyed right now. It's like all these celebrities. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Oh, and make sure that you practice social distancing. You'll feel a lot better later on. You know, it's like, screw you. Really? Okay, I got it. You don't have to tell me every single time I, you know, every commercial that I see. Like, like, as if I have to be reminded over and over again because I'm going to forget not to, like, go up to somebody and cough in their face and go, oh, sorry, bro, and then walk off, right? Like, we're, like, like, oh, are we, are we that ignorant in this world or do we just get to be talked to like children? Because somewhere, somewhere, somebody out there thinks that that's what we are, right? We're just a bunch of little infants that need to be told to stay home. Our our elected governor comes out, you know, with, you know, with their little slits going on in their eyes and going, yeah, we're not ready to open up yet. You got to stay in your plate, your house until May 15th. And if you don't do this, if you don't not go to church or, you know, gather or enjoy anybody's birthday party, if we see you doing that, you can get arrested and get a ticket. You're not allowed to do it. And I think people are starting to kind of freak out. Like maybe we are this, you know, that animal that goes, you know what? I might be going to the euthanasia. I'm, 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 why, why is, why am I in this cage right now in this car? And my owner seems panicky and, and I, and, and I, I'm, I'm going in and like, like, uh, cause what, like really, like, I don't know. Sometimes I, I get that image in my head, right? Like I just do, I just had it right now. That's why I'm sharing it with you. Anyway, I'm going to take a break right now. <laughs> I'll be right back. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Not My Rabbit Hole, the podcast. I'm Terry Joyce, your host, and thank you for uh, sticking with me uh, for the second half of the show. All right. uh, In the first hour, uh, I was talking about uh, my feelings about what's going on and how it's, uh, you know, it's it's stressful. Like, I'm I'm exhausted. I don't know about you, but uh, it's a whole new world right now for us. Okay, I just want to talk about how annoying the celebrities are. Like, what was that fundraiser that they did with all the little hands touching each other? And they're all on Skype trying to be us. (laughs) You know, it's like, oh, this is me with no makeup on. And I'm Ellen DeGeneres. I'm, I'm Ellen. I treat my employees bad or every other human being that seems to adore me. I like to... I have an ego problem, I guess. I don't know. There's like a lot of bad press going on about Ellen DeGeneres. I was looking, I was looking at Ellen a while back, uh, especially the fact I thought it was odd that the, uh, security guard that was involved in the shooting in Vegas, that the only show that he felt comfortable to be on was Ellen DeGeneres' show. 
he, he, he blew off other networks about giving his eyewitness testimony, but he was okay with Ellen. And you know that interview was just mapped out in detail. Because I think they wanted, for whatever reason, they wanted our attention off of whatever happened in Vegas right away. I'm even afraid to talk about that right now. And bringing it up because um, there's such a threat. Like if you question any narrative right now, if you question any narrative that happens to come down the mainstream media, you know, what they, other than, you know, what they tell you on that box, you know, cause they are the, with all their official experts. Uh, I was watching uh, one broadcast and there, there's all these doctors that have to come out and, and they have a said, a person has a question what happens if blank, 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 and then the doctors all answer it, and, you know, they, they all have their doctor clothes on, they got their scrubs, or, you know, the, the female doctor has her stethoscope around her neck, because apparently she can't answer any questions of the doctor, unless she has that image, that Hollywood image of doctors, and how, what heroes they are, don't you think it's weird that they had a a show called, uh, you know, Pandemic on HBO about these people dealing with different pandemics or viruses. And then there they are in front of us instructing us to, uh, what to do. Like, like the whole Sanjay Gupta thing. Like I played myself in contagion, but I'm playing myself in real life in front of you people. And so it's, it's like a magic trick. Like here I am over here and here am I over here, but you know, I'm saying the same thing I was over there. So what's, what's really not real. But if you question it, if you question the narrative, if you, if you question what we're telling you, forget about it. Oh, look, my kitty came in right now. Hi, puss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, you know, the the, uh, the coronavirus and cats, now that's come out. Like the, your two, two domestic cats have tested positive for the coronavirus and they're like oh well, you know what if, if you if you do end up with symptoms you might have to social distance from your pet okay so now I'm gonna you know cuddle with my cat with my with my 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 my, my mask on in my bed I we have to go to bed with and people if you are not wearing your mask when you go to bed you will get you will get a citation better not be cuddling with your feline and and at at night, like like I've turned into pathetic cat lady, really. I think, <laughs> cause uh, well, I like my kitty friend. That's that's the that this is the house. This is the house cat on the property, but he likes hanging with me. <laughs> He's always welcome to come into my RV and hang out, and you know, get some snacks and come up and sleep with me if he wants to, you know, that's the only thing, only, you know, person, no, it's not a person, but I shouldn't say it's not the only person. I'm not like an old maid or anything like that. But in the lockdown, I just didn't lock down with a man, you know, I mean, God, the lockdown happened and there wasn't a man for me to lock down with. What's, what's a, what's a single, what's a single girl to do, right? 
<laughs> but turn into the cat lady. Okay, let's go back to Ellen. <laughs> let's go back to Ellen. Uh, I did a show about Ellen a while back because I started looking at her. Well, I've been looking at Ellen for a while. You know, they always try to give Ellen that, you know, she's got a big heart of gold or she's a sweetheart or she's, you know, she's almost like the gay, the gay Doris Day, right? <laughs> Unsinkable Molly Brown. Um, I don't know. It's just kind of, I started to look at her and then. You know, the, you know, the Campos thing and then some of her energy interviews were going on. I'm going, there's something kind of creepy about her. You know, there's, there's a creepy underlying something going on. And I don't know when it started to happen. Like, did she was she always that way? And now I'm just finally uh, seeing it. But, you know, she also has that show where she uh, has a... People are like jumping around and it's like a musical chairs kind of thing and, you know, falling out and like this trickster kind of game. And she's just sitting there laughing and in a way they're kind of humiliating themselves and having things happen to them. And, you know, she just think, like it's it's like a it's almost like a sick entertainment for herself. Like it's almost like she comes out like a little devil, like she's got that little devilish kind of grin and look and, <laughs> you know, it's just... I don't know. It's like it's like Ellen is just like turning into like an evil witch. Dun dun dun. You know, it's like and now there's these videos out about, you know, I I watched one video, I guess, you know, cuz when you're when you're in quarantine, when you're in lo- on lockdown, you don't really know what to do. I heard like a weird noise for a second. I guess it's okay. But, uh, the, the video was about all these different tweets and, and, and people coming out and talking about things that Ellen did to them that were really mean, like from fans to people that worked with her to even they talked about how I thought this one went, this, this was interesting. Mariah Carey came on her show and Ellen was like, are you pregnant? I heard you like, first of all, they, they say that Ellen doesn't even talk to her guests before they come on the show. Cause she wants it to be fresh, organic. And, uh, and so she doesn't want to have any meeting beforehand. I guess she wants to maybe put people off. You know, you don't know what's going to happen when Ellen could say anything to you. So she wants an honest reaction, but she asked Mariah Carey if she's pregnant and Moran Carey didn't want to say. And then she said, oh, well, let's have some champagne and do a toast. And if she was going to drink the champagne, then she would be telling people that she was pregnant. Because you don't drink champagne when you're pregnant. Well, she was pregnant, so she didn't drink the champagne. So it was almost like she was forced to, uh, you know, tell the world that she was pregnant. And then she miscarried. She miscarried the baby. And I thought that was just, just even when... You know, when I was watching this video and I heard that part of the story being told and before I got to the baby being miscarried, I already had a a gut instinct that the baby was going to be a miscarriage or a sacrifice. Like, it's like, just think about it. Mariah Carey sits down and they know that Mariah Carey is going to have a baby. That's her sacrifice for her career or whatever within the Illuminati. And let's just say that, that she was, you know, she knew that and Ellen knew that 
And Ellen was being that evil Luciferian dick that was going to go, yeah, I'm going to make you see it on camera. And then the world is going to see it happen too. And that's your sacrifice. And it was a toast or it was like, you know what I mean? It was, well, she didn't toast her, but I don't know. Like I just hearing the story, I'm like, Hmm. Like if you were to put, if you were to crank into that dial, I'm not, and I'm not saying that dial is the truth, right? I'm just questioning things. Cause I'm never, I don't want to be a disinfo agent and I would never say, Oh, I know for sure. Cause I don't know for sure. I'm just thinking out loud right now and allowing myself to record what I think. Uh, now, if you think something different, by all means, you know, leave a message. I don't know if there's a way to make comments here. Probably not. But if I do upload this video to my YouTube channel and you're listening to a replay on my YouTube, then, uh, you know, leave your comment and what you think about Ellen. One other thing I want to mention about Ellen DeGeneres is before she became a comedian, she was living in, I believe, New Orleans. And she was kind of in a relationship with this woman who, who I guess had some... Maybe even some sort of prostitution thing going on, drug stuff going on. She was a bartender or owner of a bar. I think mainly a bartender. And she was known for doing some dirty dealings. And maybe there was even a mafia connection. And there was an evening where she was watching her brother's band playing a band. And the woman came up and she was really wanting to make up with her. And Ellen was, you know, says, well, I was probably going to make up with her anyway. But... Instead, I just really didn't want to deal with that night. So I looked at her and I said, what? I can't hear you. Because making like she can't hear anything she was saying because of the band. And then the girl walked off and she took a taxi home and the taxi got into a car accident. And she died that night. And then it was after that that she had this downtrodden, like got her own apartment and blah, 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 blah. And said, hey, I'm going to do jokes now and be a comedian. And then she launched a comedian career. And I always thought... Was that girl her sacrifice? Like she was kind of a low life. Probably some people wanted her off anyways. And she did that whole mean thing to her. She did the mean girl thing. So the girl was heartbroken. And she's frantic. And then she ends up dead. And Ellen becomes Ellen. Ellen becomes Ellen. But it's weird because I think Ellen is one of those kind of celebrities that can't make the transition. Like they can't, they're not transitioning into the internet. They're not, they're not us, you know, they're not us who just, you know, decided to do a YouTube channel or we're doing social media and we're putting our camera on and we're, you know, they're not us. And I think maybe that might be, that might be a problem for her right now. And just even that whole benefit that they did, you know, for the New World Order, for the NWO um, agenda. You know, hey, I'm Lady Gaga. Oh, God, Lady Gaga. I just, one time, the first time I got exposed to Lady Gaga, I looked at my friend. I go, why is she rolling in blood in the middle of her concert? Like, something's not right here. He's like, this is the way it is, man. She's an artist. I'm like, no, what? There's something off. And, you know, I got the look like, well, what's your problem? Like, what? I don't see a problem with this. Oh, no, there's not a problem at all. And meanwhile, we're in lockdown and we're listening to those people tell us what to do and then to give them money to be even more oppressed for whatever reason. How are these people our heroes right now? (laughs) 
I'm not even sure. I mean, they're willing to, if Ellen is willing to sacrifice something, let's say she did, let's say maybe it might happen. You can't totally rule it, rule it out that it's not that, although you can't say that it is either, can we? But it's still there. So there's still that possibility. There's a whole bunch of us out there right now that don't even have that possibility. Although we're not Ellen either. We don't have what Ellen gets. And we don't live in Ellen's house. And we don't have Ellen's show. And we didn't get the Ellen concerts. And we didn't get to have, you know, be Ellen and have the Freedom Award given to us by Obama. So there you go. Anyway, uh, so this is this is going to be the end of my broadcast. Uh, again, I did start out this morning with having a glass of wine for breakfast. I seriously doubt that that will be happening tomorrow morning because I don't have any more wine left. <laughs> so God bless. Take care. And until next time.